0: It is typical at the end of any calendar year that news outlets would do a year in review. And maybe you saw some of that towards New Year's Day. As 2022 was exiting, well, we had to look at it one more time just to see what had happened. And there is, I must admit, a preponderance of good news that's reported, but most of it seems to be a great big chunk of bad news. And I was thinking to myself when these reviews happened, oh, I forgot about that bad news. Why are you trying to remind me of it again? But nonetheless, we hear the bad news that happened the last year in politics, in our nation, in our society, culture, with sports, with the weather, with religion, and throughout the world showing us, again, the wars and poverties and misfortunes that people experience. And, you know, when we hear a lot of bad news, and I guess that still is what sells in the United States anyway, but when we hear a lot of bad news, it tends to drag you down, right? It colors your perspective and could almost make you feel like that there isn't anything good in this world but that there's mostly just bad, bad stuff, bad people, and bad events. But reflecting upon the gospel today from St. Matthew and the journey of the Magi, you know the Magi as the wise men who were astrologers, who were scientists, who studied nature and the world. I think that they help us see that there is very much of a good that we find in the world today. In other words, that there is good in the world, and that good is present, and that good will always be present, juxtaposed with that other stuff that I talked about. So how do they establish that? How do they show us that? Well, observing nature, observing this times, looking outside of themselves, what did they discover in their scholarship but a star that had been predicted to rise that would take them to a newborn king. And so in their scientific method, as it existed then, they got on their camels and they followed that yonder star until it took them to Bethlehem. And and see, what's happening here is what they're showing us is that God created the world very well, that the world in its essence, what it is, is good, and that there's good that can be discovered in the world as we explore it, as we find how God reveals himself in nature through other people and in the world. The world was not created poorly by God. The world was not made badly by God. But there is great good. And those magi, those scientists, use their minds, use their reason to find that good. And whether or not they could say this, maybe they could, but they were seeking the good, the true, and the beautiful that is in the world, their world as well as ours today. And if there's good, which there is, truth and beauty, it is because God has put it there. God has created it. And with their minds, they sought what they saw in that star and what they saw God had created. So it took them, oh, to this wicked guy by the name of King Herod, and they said, hey, have you heard about this newborn king?" What? what this newborn king? That was a big, big threat to Herod, big threat. Yeah, the, the newborn king. We, we were following that yonder star. You see it? Wait. Oh, yeah, that star. Yeah, that star there. Uh, no, I'm, I don't know what you're talking about. And, and, and so what brought the wise men to Herod by their studies, by their reason, was explained and confirmed when Herod said, i got to get my high priests and all of the religious people to investigate this. And what they did is they pulled out Scripture, the Word of God, which explained and fulfilled what they were studying. And then with the light of God's Word, in terms of all of the good that they found, the truth and the beauty that they had discovered, they went to Bethlehem to visit the child Jesus and to do him homage, to give their gifts to him, the newborn king. Huh, I've got something revolutionary to tell you. Faith and reason can go together. Faith and reason don't have to be enemies. Reason can be fulfilled and illumined by faith. They go together as part of how God draws us unto himself. We see it in the three wise men. So in the fact that they found wonder in the world, Wow, look what's in this world. The fact that they wondered at what they studied and discovered, it led them to God. And when they found the newborn king, when they stood, firstly, in the presence of the author of life, Jesus, with the Father and the Holy Spirit when the world was created, when they were present with the author of life, when they were illumined by his word that was spoken about him, that led to him, that flowed from him, what did they do? They got down on their knees and gave him homage. Their wonder led to giving Jesus homage. Because they had found God as he had revealed himself to them and to the world. And so they opened up their gifts. That's what you do. When you give homage to God, you open up your gifts to him. You give back to God what he gave to you. And so what they did when they they opened up the coffer of gold, they said that gold is for a king. You are the king. And the gold, if you will, that you've given to me, dear Jesus, is faith, the priceless, golden gift of faith that has ultimately opened my mind and my my eyes and my heart to see and to know you. Then they gave him frankincense. Oh, yeah, we use the incense today. Does it smell okay? I love it. I love it. I know. I know. Some people go, oh. But it's okay. It's okay. Frankincense, incense. That's the stuff that a priest uses in worship. That's what I'm going to do in just a few moments when you bring forth the gifts of bread and wine before they're consecrated. I'm going to incense them to offer them back to God because we know what's going to happen. He's going to give us the greatest gift we've ever received, Jesus, body and blood, soul, and divinity there. That's what a priest does. And when they gave him the gift of incense, frankincense, it was foreshadowing our high priest offering himself on the cross. And when they gave him that gift of frankincense they not only were doing him homage adoring him but they were worshiping him they were led to worship because of who they discovered and then lastly that that myrrh that nice that smelly too by the way but it's that nice smelly oil which is used in burials To anoint the body? Well, that was pointing us to the resurrection and death and resurrection of Jesus, wasn't it? And in discovering Jesus, giving Him worship on homage, their eyes of faith could be opened to Him and what He would do and how He would save His people from their sins and ultimately from death. That's what happens when we give homage to God, when we worship Him. And see, He's always leading us to Him, just like He did the wise men. There's good in this world. There's truth in this world. There's beauty in this world. He's always leading us to Him. And His Word is clarifying, is interpreting, is leading, forming, and informing us. So we too will be like them, down on our knees, because we've been given the Christ the Savior of the world and when we're down on our knees whether there's bad news or horrible news or horrible things in the world there's always a sense of hope because God is greater than them God has saved us and God will lead us to eternity whether or not there's a mess in the world He will be faithful to his people. Give him homage. Give him your worship. And your eyes, your hearts, and your ears will be open to the king and the gifts that he gives to you through your faith, which even will lead us to hope and joy when the world will have none. That's what I think the celebration today is all about, and speaks to us of what the Magi found and what we can find with our minds, with our faith, that dwells in our hearts. Now I looked ahead, and you don't have to do anything right now, but I'm just looking over our song board. Number 82, my, my glasses kind of don't work in the back, so when I come up in the front, I can kind of figure this out. Number 82 is going to be a favorite hymn that we sing, Joy to the World, right? And if you want to have a beautiful way of singing what I just preached, listen to all the words. Let heaven and nature sing. He rules the world. Receive him in your heart. It's all there as far as what we just reflected upon today. Our Christmas hymns are awesome because they are so deep and filled with meaning. So I hope today, as you have offered the Lord worship and homage and honor, that you can leave this assembly in joy as heaven and nature sings and as Christ proclaims himself, that we've received him in our heart and we are moved and filled by him.